This is the Worship Team Training Podcast with your host and training director, Brandon Dempsey. Worship Team Training provides live workshops and online resources to help inspire, create, and transform the leading of worship. Now, here's your host, Brandon Dempsey. What's up, everybody? Good morning. How are you? Brandon Dempsey here, Worship Team Training. So glad to have you today. Uh, we have a fantastic Tuesday for you. What's up? Terrific Tuesday. Hope you guys, hey, what, you made it. You made it back from worship. You actually are still alive and nobody died. That's fantastic. Awesome. So glad you guys are here. We got Daniel Munden right here that's going to be, he's in the hot seat. He's ready to go. And I uh, hope you guys are too. I'm going to just kind of move things that way just a little bit. And I hope that you guys have been having a great start of the week. Uh, Daniel is with us. He is from the Michigan area up in the top. We were just in Wisconsin just over the weekend. And uh, it's just too bad that we didn't cross paths, Daniel. So, you know, anyway, but he's waiting for us. He's ready to go. Hope you guys are going um at a good pace this week because there's just been a lot of things happening in our churches and uh, we anyway we'll get to, we'll get to all that stuff in just a little bit just want to say shout out uh, to all you guys our friends watching right now on Facebook Live and Periscope thanks so much for joining us today we we're talking about overcoming obstacles to worship what does that mean to you go ahead and start getting your questions ready or your comments you can type them in the comment box Facebook Live and Periscope Live um, it's not, you don't call it Periscope Live it's just Periscope sorry and also you guys watching us and listening back on uh, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and now Alexa, Amazon Alexa, we are on. So try out your skills and just say, play the Worship Team Training Podcast, and it should come right up. So anyway, glad you guys are here. Swipe and invite. If you guys would, share this out. Let everybody know what's going on. Let's get some things going, get it started, and just say hello to some of our folks out there watching. Thanks so much for coming in. Um, by the way, as I spoke about this past weekend, big shout out to Brothers McClurg, both, of course, Chris and Anthony and our good friends in the band, Jeremy and Kevin, as well as Ryan Claire that was with us. Uh, just a fantastic time that we had. We actually have a playback of the video interview that we did on Friday night. If you haven't seen it, you can easily just go to our Facebook page, Worship Team Training, and it's right there. All you need to do is pull it up. Uh, you'll listen and hear the heart of the band, Chris and Anthony and Ryan, and uh, just a lot of fantastic conversations and dialogue over topics about relevancy. So if you haven't seen it, you really need to do yourself a favor and do that. And while you're at it after the video, be sure to check out brothersmcclurg.com and also Ryan Clare and his website too and get their music. I've just been blessed by these guys and uh, we're right now dreaming up and praying and walking into what God has called us to do next. So that's some exciting news that we'll get back with you later on as things develop. But right now we have an awesome developing show and worship leader right here too my left. Daniel Munden, worship leading. He's been um, at worship leading for quite a long time. He's over in Michigan at uh, a community church and has been there. He's actually been through our program, our mentoring program for both semesters. And now he's in his third semester. He's also a member of our university program, learning lots of stuff. And it's just a joy to have our very own here. So everybody, please welcome Daniel Munden. How are you, Daniel? I'm good. Thanks for asking. Good, man. Anytime. So how's the weather so far? Is it like, you know, is it getting cold yet? It's there? been a little cool this week. Yeah. A little it's, cool. You know, just staying down in the high, like high fifties. 
Man, that's just fantastic. Fantastic. So it stays like that for a little while, and then you're shoveling snow for the rest of the year, right? Yeah. 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 You got to take care of all the leaves because there's lots of trees up here. So you got to do that. Got to so do before that. The snow, before the snow, yeah, I got to take care of the leaves. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Man. Well, it's great. It's great to have you today, Daniel. And um, for those of you that may be watching for the first time, I want to say welcome and thank you for coming in. If you also would be so kind to let us know where you're from, just all just type in your name in the city or country where you're from. And we do shows like this every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Central. And also we do our Thursday show with our university side. So that's for our members as well as guests. And speaking of, before we jump into uh, more stuff with Daniel, this coming Thursday, Jamie Smith is going to be on the program. Can't wait. Female worship leader from Oklahoma. She's been at it for quite a while, making awesome recordings and leading worship. Uh, we actually kind of uh, we got a we got a little bit of a history going back in the day with some co-writers that we've worked with before. So it's going to be fantastic to have Jamie on the next week. Sandra McCracken is going to be on the program. So don't forget that. And at the end of the month. On Friday, Tim Timmons is joining us on Friday at 11 a.m., so don't miss that because we got some giveaways and some awesome stuff coming your way. So, Daniel, back to you. We're talking about the whole idea, reality of obstacles. So when you hear like that, you know, when you hear that phrase obstacles when it comes to worship leading, what do you think of? What are some obstacles for you? Um. Just logistics. I think sometimes the transitions in the, in the between songs, between um, just any of the elements that you have in the worship service, I think those are what uh, can really distract me. You know, when I'm thinking of like, okay, after this song, uh, we've got an elder coming up, and uh, uh, you know, I don't know how that transition is going to go because some, if I do, if I do actually, you know, get with him beforehand, it. Uh, it can be smooth because I can kind of give them some advice and we can kind of connect. But once in a while we'll have, you know, somebody show up after the service has started and I know they're coming up, but I have no idea where they are in the, in the sanctuary. And also like we haven't <laughs> talked at all. So I'm like, I know it's coming up, but, uh, it sounds know, so it, there can be those. It, it almost sounds like a roller rink. Like you're some DJ yeah. and you're like, okay, yeah. everybody, we're going to be skating now the opposite direction. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. I've had that happen a couple of times. Have you? Just you put on your skates have. and just go out there. What's that? As you, that happens to you. You just put out your skates and go out there. Yeah. <laughs> I skate for you though. Right, Bubba. Ice skates? Ice yeah. skates, yeah. I think it's cold up there. We just talked about that. So obstacles. Yeah. So, all right, so 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 getting back seriously. Obstacles. Yeah, sorry. Obstacles. That's my fault, not yours. Obstacles. Yeah. What are obstacles to you in leading worship? Well, like I said, just the 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 logistics of the service, I, my mind is always on those. And so if I if I'm not confident in the logistics, I, I'm not able to focus um, the way that I should be. For sure, um, on the transitions, but also just on, um, you know, if a song goes a little sideways or something, which is kind of rare, but um, just those kind of obstacles can definitely kind of take me take me out of line a little bit to where I'm not I don't really I'm not focusing like I should. For sure, yeah. Yeah. So tell tell us about your church, like real quick. Let's go backwards and the name of your church, where you're leading worship, that your worship team, and all that good stuff. Yeah, um, my church is Community Bible Church in Brighton, Michigan. Um, we have a, a really good team. Um, 
really good team of worship leaders and um, and band members and good culture of um, just accountability and um, I have a good team that comes prepared most most weekends, which is really nice, mm-hmm. and most Thursday nights to rehearsal. Um, so we have a good time. It's been a lot, it's a lot of fun. Um, our church is uh, about about 500 people right now, and uh, but we've been blessed to have a pretty good sized team as well. So yeah. we're um, kind of rotating through some musicians and stuff on a regular basis, but. Um, yeah, that's kind of who we are. We're a non-denominational church. We are just um, about 45 minutes west of Detroit, out in the suburbs, suburbia area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. All yeah. right. Cool. So, like, uh, here's our topic this week. Uh, Jamie's going to come on this coming Thursday. She's going to talk about it. Uh, we got our article up. For those of you that are members right now in our university program, just go to the event page where you see the calendar on WTTU.co. You can click in and you can read the whole article. Um, as a worship leader, our main job, of course, Daniel, as you know, is, of course, to worship God. But as a worshiper, there are obstacles that you know may seem like a we have these reasons of maybe why we can't worship or what gets in the way of their worship. So instead of looking at the external things, it comes down to looking into our hearts, right? So what do you say about that? What are some heart obstacles that you go through that you, maybe you see other worship leaders go through? Um, a heart obstacle that, I, that I'm kind of working through, like you and I were just talking about, it was just um, perfectionism. Like, mm, um, yeah. I try my best and I, um, I can do a pretty good job, but there are times where, um, I just kind of, I'll mess up something or I'll say something, (laughs) I'll say something. And I was like, later go, man, that didn't come out right. You know, but, um, realizing that those mistakes sometimes are really, really actually help people connect with me more than just, um, me having doing everything perfectly every single time. Uh, I still get, you know, comments that people are like, oh, that was great or whatever. But um, I think there's a lot. It helps people worship when there's, um, when it breaks down. I mean, sometimes walls can kind of break down a little bit when um, they can see that you're not perfect, that you're human, and that, um, you know, you're just worshiping alongside of them rather than um, trying to showcase something or, um, you know, mm-hmm. be somebody you're not. But. So why do you why do you think that is? Why do you think that there are those out there leading worship that feel like they have to have things perfect? Well, you know we we've gone through that whole phase of like excellence for sure in worship, but I don't think that's um, quite the same. I think it's doing the best with what we have, and so um, I think that's just a real struggle because you feel like you're not not living up to the your standards if you. Uh, do kind of screw up we can really be hardest uh, on ourselves when we do so then like what so then what is a standard that we keep comparing ourselves to um well of course it's just what we hear on the radio you know of course that's that's not a a lot of that stuff isn't usually live some of it is but (laughs) no actually even the live stuff's not really live either yeah they fix it up (laughs) exactly so yeah, just put the crowd backing track in there against the drum loop, and no one will know kind of thing. So you guys don't do that, right? You don't put on fake worship or like fake people to make yourself no. sound bigger or anything like that. Are you sure? 
we use tra- some tracks, but not tracks of like tracks of people clapping or singing. No, no, no one's ever invented that. We got drum loops, we got clip tra- click tracks. So uh, Matt McCoy, I think you guys need to get on the truck, you know, and start making some tracks that have people clapping, you know, clapping. or like clapping to the click. Right? How about that? That would be pretty easy. To have, <laughs> Exactly. Transitions. That's another one. You know, people praying in the background and stuff, you know, just make a bunch of fake worship loops. What do you think? I mean, that would, Hey, I mean, you know, I'm just, I'm just thinking out loud here. Maybe, maybe it's just me, but you, you thought of it. Everybody's thought of it too. So anyway, uh, so getting back to the heart thing, um, standard thing, what we hear on the radio, what keeps you from doing that what keeps you daniel from comparing yourself to other worship leaders i mean that's normal right that people compare themselves i mean i do it too i don't mean to but what what keeps you centered um basically it doesn't you know i the way that i worship it doesn't come down to me doing exactly like somebody else i have to be myself when i yeah. worship yeah um if I'm just trying to emulate or just be exactly like somebody else, it's, is it really honest worship of me um, worshiping the Lord or is it me just trying to copy somebody else? Mm-hmm. So I try to play like, um, you know, I try and sing and play semi what what I hear on the radio or what I hear on a recording of a song, but um, I really have to make it my own and sing it mm-hmm. from my heart rather than just from um, my, my skill or else just try to replicate it right love that i mean it's it's natural when i say compare it there's a natural sense of you aspire like other worship leaders that you look up to and respect i mean i have my worship leaders that i look up to i respect i love what they do but that doesn't mean that i need to be them be like them i need to be who i am and you just that was awesome just for you to admit yeah you know what i just need to be me as i lead worship but what what is the hang up from other worship leaders do you think that they just can't be themselves why is that so hard i um I don't know. Honestly, it, it probably just comes down to, you know, we, we see how people are on stage. Um, if you go to concerts or whatever, and it's like, well, you know, I need to act like that to, um, to entertain. It's not, you know, Mm -hmm. but it's not an entertainment mindset really. It's no, like I said, just being yourself for sure. But do you see this? Do you see this more like, where do you, I guess, do you see this more in younger leaders and older leaders, middle-aged or what? Um, I don't know. I guess it could be with some younger leaders, but I think uh, older leaders, I think they uh, realize it's too much work sometimes to not be yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we don't want to get in trouble here. Uh, So, like, you know, for... Guys, they need to learn that that just to be themselves. I guess maybe. Do you find that maybe since there's not an uh, an instant win at worship, like people don't? Oh, this is a good one. If not everybody sings instantly, if not everybody claps instantly, why they got they don't have to clap, do they? I mean, there there are certain things I think that we expect our congregations to do when we lead worship and when things don't happen that may cause the upset because there's something instant that did not occur. 
I mean, do right. you find that to be true? And that maybe some worship leaders walk away or worship team members walk away from the service feeling like they're less than right. accepted of what they do. Yeah, absolutely. And it goes back to, I feel like it goes back to what you and I were talking about this past week, Brandon, is hmm. um, everybody is, is different. Just the difference yeah. between extroverts and introverts where I was reading about that. And, and thinking to myself, okay, well, I can't have those expectations that everybody's going to react the same if we're singing a song. Because there are some people that um, need those times of reflection more than they do um, loud, clapping songs. Because um, if they're more introverted, they need that reflection time rather than uh, like a response time the entire time through a service. Mm-hmm. It's not really catered to... Um, more of an introverted person if you're you're having to uh listen and also respond the entire time so it was um just been interesting kind of thinking through that a little bit more yeah you know i heard i heard something back um about probably like a year ago where i had worship leaders and and other team members ask me well brandon we're in this kind of weird like style or this weird genre or this weird era of worship leading where you know 20 years ago things were much happier but today things are more slower and almost more kind of like uh one person put it mournful another person put it reflective and they asked me you know is this like a growing trend how can we get back and my response was i don't think you know number one we're not to go backwards but i think that in today's time we we live in a more complex society than ever before i think there's so there's so much more going on in the world there's, and there's also so much more depression going on in the world among ministry leaders right uh than what we've had to deal with years back so i don't i don't think it's a People are trying to be slow. I don't think people are trying to uh, be more uh, layman in their worship, but why not be layman? I think maybe we're just probably now just getting in touch with who we really are as being human. Do you see that? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, you read, I've read a lot of stuff about people wanting us to be more um, just honest in our worship. So, like, how how can we be honest if we're just one hundred percent happy songs and mm-hmm. clapping? You know, it's great to rejoice in in um, in, in the Lord and what He's done, mm-hmm. what Jesus did on the cross. But it's also um, good for us to have more reflective stuff as well so, to uh, take us through that kind of the um, the story of the cross and um, just the conviction of our own sin. Yeah. Sure. So I'm going to ask you a tabby question. And guys, I want you to chime in too. Type in your questions if you got them. Facebook Live and Periscope, let us know what's up. Um, I want to ask this question to you, Daniel. And I know a lot of people, this is a taboo topic that they, you know, people want to shy away from. We always talk about what to, what to do if people don't participate you know what can we do what can we do to get people to participate there's always the questions of you know how can we get people to sing more how can we get people to clap more but let me just ask the basic question that's taboo is it a problem that people don't sing is it a real problem that they don't clap and why why not i don't think it's a problem i think 
you know, people are free to respond how they want. I, I think it helps to, to teach, uh, you know, like we've talked about, to teach people yeah. that God wants us to sing together. And it's good that we sing together to encourage one another because when we're gathered together on Sundays, we're not only singing to the Lord, but we're singing to one another, encouraging one another. So if I'm just standing there with my arms crossed, it's not as encouraging to, you know, whoever's next to me or whoever can see me. So we have to keep each other in mind as we're together for sure. Yeah, I guess true. Um, I guess what I'm asking is if people don't clap, if people don't sing, does that mean that they're not worshiping? No, that's not. I can't mean that at all. Okay. Some people, um, I've known a lot of people that are very intellectual. And so just reading the the lyrics of the song um, and agreeing with that um, is how they worship. And and it's... Hmm. It's not something you can just force on somebody. Talk about, you know, just being yourself. Like, if, you, if you're not feeling like singing in the moment and you're worshiping through just hearing other people sing, I think that's fine, too. Mm-hmm. Cool. So let me ask you, when that happens in your church and you have obstacles that are coming your way, Daniel, no matter what they are technically, you know, it could be like a, a channel going down, monitor not working, all the way to maybe something that's a disconnect uh, spiritually, something that may be going on in your heart and mind, or mm-hmm. something that you see or know about in the church or within your own team. So I ask you a vulnerable question. Where is your struggle? Yeah, just with, um, just, yeah, sometimes not always being happy with how the leadership is handling something or whatever. It, it definitely can be in the back of my mind. Yeah, if, um, if there's just been some poor decisions or, um, I'm frustrated with something, it's, uh, it, it can always affect how, how I'm feeling, but I still, um, try to remind my team and remind people as we sing. Um, just why we're there in the truth gospel. And, and we try to, um, I've, I've been reading just about emotional health and worship and how, um, emotions are fine, but like, um, but they need to be in response to truth, you know? And so as we're singing, as we're responding to that, um, that's where it can, um, we always need to focus our, our attention and our, our affections and feelings rather than uh, just our own uh, things that we're facing, I guess. Yeah, because what we're facing is just temporary, right? The emotion that you feel that when it hits you, it's just temporary. It's not forever. So how do you work through that when those thoughts come your way when you're leading worship? I just have to remember what what's most important in that moment. Um in light of the gospel and what Jesus has done for me, it's far outweighs what, whatever, you know, whatever I'm facing, even though it may be really crappy and, um, you know, people could be upset or whatever. Like we still, we still have to remind one another of the truth of the gospel. Mm-hmm. That's the most important part of us. Um, that's when you said earlier, speaking the truth in love, that's the, that's speaking the truth in love um, on a regular basis to one another is speaking about the gospel and um, our sinfulness, but that Jesus can, can save us no matter what. Yeah. Cool. So then what are, what are some steps, Daniel, that you can take to help overcome these obstacles? Um, steps you can take always being, um, well, with the transitions and stuff, always being prepared communication and 
um, practicing through those transitions ahead of time. Those are, those are easy to, <laughs> those are easy to say. Yeah. Um, but just through prayer, especially if it's in my own personal walk or my personal life, I'm asking the Lord to just give me, give me strength to lead his, uh, church that morning, um, in, in the ways that he wants me to, to speak, to sing and to, to pray. Um, if I'm, if I'm not doing that correctly, um, then I need to, I need to ask him for sure. And I need his guidance. Mm-hmm. So, um, what, what have you learned like over the past year? Because I mean, you, what I love about you is that you stay really in tune with who you are as a follower of Jesus and not what you're supposed to be. And you've yeah. come a long way for, on that road. So kind of tell us a little bit about that. On the road here at my church, wherever you want to start. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, uh, there was a lot of, I had a lot more anxiety just about, you know, the direction our church was heading and, um, change, we had a lot of changes, mm-hmm. um, to where I was, I was the only, like, yeah, you and I talked about a lot of times through our weekly discussions, just that I was the only, I was kind of the only pastor left here. And so I had a lot of questions and, um, just unsure about where I should be. And, uh, and it definitely helped just to continually, you continually reminding me that, mm-hmm. you know, that I was still doing a good job, how, how I was leading and that, um, I just needed to keep it up, um, remain faithful um, and realize that, you know, the, it doesn't depend on me for, mm. um, a lot of, you know, for God to be glorified or for our That's church right. to continue, but it, uh, I just needed to continue and what God had given me this job, this, this, um, thing that he's provided for me and my family. Um, mm. it is just a job, but it's also leading his church every week to, right. to sing about him. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, that was definitely very helpful in my walk to where I, I mean, even now I can um, encourage other worship leaders. And um, I just had a, uh, one of our um, pastors from a, our campus, a younger pastor, I can say younger, just <laughs> 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 barely, um, you know, asked me just about like, does stuff get, does stuff get old? Does it get mundane? And I said, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It feels like it's a never ending cycle every week. But, um, he said, well, what, what keeps you going? What keeps it interesting? And I said, it's honestly being faithful to the Lord and also just the re- building those relationships between hmm. me, the band, the people who come to our church. Um, that's what, that's what keeps me, uh, loving what I do and keeps me interested in uh, continuing um, just sharing that with sharing the gospel through songs with the, with the team worshiping together with our church like that um, yeah it's a regular thing that we do but like, how can you get tired of that yeah I think you only get tired when you're chasing something weekly and expecting things to happen in a certain way and when they don't happen that's where the upset hits yeah yeah if you're not seeing change that you think needs right. to happen. Right. Yeah. Awesome. So what's next for you, Daniel? Uh, continue what I'm doing for now. Um, encouraging my band, encouraging our church. We're just starting a, a series on emotional health awesome. for four weeks. And so I'm going to be doing some, just some short encouragement, like kind of teachings on that as we 
as we uh, as we go through that each week on just uh, emotions and a using like emotion like right responses to the truth with our emotions rather than uh, without truth. So right. <laughs> Man, bro, I love everything you said. I mean, I, I love the fact that your answers, I mean, and, and the obstacles are there. I mean, I know I know you, I know you're set up, and yeah, sure, we have things that go down logistically um, in a service or sound or visual or whatever, but when I asked you these questions, it wasn't like you didn't get hung up on the, yeah, this one song, and you talk about technical stuff. You talk nothing but about the heart and relationships, and just your encouragement alone, I know know is infectious to those that are watching right now on the playback and listening because there's a lot more than just leading song right absolutely yeah but, yeah we, that's something we can get hung up on too just mm-hmm. just the song because I, I i'm guilty of that so many times just you know, doing my doing my job doing the doing the basics basically and singing a song and moving on yeah Awesome. Well, um, guys, I think, you know, this is a uh, uh, wonderful to have you, Daniel. And I think that we need to have more conversations like this and not to be so hung up on the, it's all about me or it must be perfect or I must meet that bar. Uh, I must meet that expectation. But I understand too, there are a lot of you worship leaders out there that maybe you do suffer from that bar every week because you probably have somebody in the leadership crushing down on you. I know I had that when I led worship years ago, I had to go through those barriers, but I'm letting you know that you got real guys like Daniel out here. There's a lot of real guys like you watching and listening and you're actually going through it or maybe you've been through it, but you've seen God's healing and you've seen his grace. And that my friends is what is worth singing about. That is worth leading about and relationships. Yeah. Yeah. So Daniel, thank you very much for sharing that and just bringing the real today. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. Awesome brother. Love you. And see, and when you, you know, like, look at this. Look at that right here. I mean, he's got like, he's got the monster, (laughs) the most ferocious beard I've seen and uh, ferocious, but yet merciful. It's just kind (laughs) of, you know, he just wants to hug you, right? (laughs) That's awesome. So it's no longer, it's no longer about worship leader hair. It's about worship leader beards, right? Absolutely. I heard that was the new thing. I saw somebody tweet when they went to the experience conference, how many they could count quite a few beards at the experience conference. <laughs> Just, you know, worship leaders don't set the trend now of like doing ear hair, you know, that as we get older, I mean, cause beards will go away or whatever, but you yeah. know, anyway, so anyway, I'm getting off track, but Daniel, thanks again so much for being here with us, bro. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and, uh, and, and guys, thank you for coming in and, uh, taking part of the conversation. Uh, this stuff is important because again, it's like what Daniel said. It's not about you. Worship doesn't depend on you. It depends on God. God is the authoritator of it. He's the creator of it. And he's asked us to be the facilitators of what God is already doing in your church and what he's already doing in your team. So thanks for joining us today. If you want to learn more about what we're doing, go to worshipteentraining.com. You can find our workshops there. You can find our mentoring there. Also our university program. And we have a lot of things that I just shared for you. That's what's coming up later this month. So don't miss out on that stuff. Also be sure to check out WTTU.co. So Daniel, thanks again for joining us today, bro. 
Yeah, thank you, friend. All right, awesome. And uh, we'll see all you beards, I mean, all you people later on soon. Coming up this Thursday with Jamie Smith and also on the following week back into the Tuesday and some other stuff in between. So don't miss it. We love you. Thanks so much for coming in today. See you soon. Bye. This has been a Worship Team Training Broadcast and Digital Production with your host and training director, Brandon Dempsey. Worship Team Training provides live workshops and online resources to help inspire, create, and transform the leading of worship. We'll see you again right here on worshipteamtraining.com.